and welcome to the latest episode of the Just Can't Even podcast. My name is Christine. I am your host, and I am particularly excited to be doing this episode because I am doing it from my home, and you might be like, uh, why the fuck do we give a shit? Don't you always do this in your home? Yes, but I've been gone for the past two weeks. I was away for work, travel, and I just got back yesterday. But honestly, this is my first full day home. I got home yesterday on a red eye. I landed like 530 in the morning, and then I literally had to go straight to work, work all day, got home late, kind of chilled, and then just went to bed. So this was like my full day. I am so happy to be sitting here. Um, unfortunately though, I'm not being joined by my trusty glass of wine that I usually have with me. Um, I've actually traded it. I am drinking a cup of hot water (laughs) because this bitch got a detox. Okay. (laughs) I've been traveling for two weeks, eating out of restaurants for two weeks and not eating particularly well, (laughs) may I say. So I'm in much need of a detox. Like Chris right now is watching the Patriots game, which by the way, they're doing terrible. I couldn't even bear to watch anymore. So I'm like, I'll just podcast. Uh, He's like, oh, do you want to have a beer with me? And I'm like, no, I don't need a fucking beer. I've been living off of shit food for two weeks. I need a fucking glass of water and some spinach and like a piece of salmon. Like that's where I need to be right now. I feel like absolute crap. Um, so I was gone for two weeks on the West coast and, you know, usually I travel a lot for work. Um, two weeks, honestly, is not my largest, my longest trip. I've been out for like seven weeks, six weeks, five weeks. So normal Christine, two weeks wouldn't be a problem, but I'm married and I'm old now and I've been doing this for like fucking 10 years and I'm just over it. (laughs) I'm over traveling and it definitely caught up with me quick this year. Uh, Chris actually came with me for the first week because he works remotely and actually his company's based out of California, about San Jose. So he was actually able to like go in a little bit, actually meet physically the people that he's been working with. So it actually worked out. So he was with me, which was nice. But then he left and I still had a week by myself. And again, normally I would be fine. I can handle a week. I usually thrive during these trips. Like I love the area that I travel. I've always had good areas I travel. I've always loved being out there. Love what I do. Um, find cool restaurants and cool places and neat bars. And I would go on Instagram and I would save things in like a little folder of cool places I want to check out. And I would really live my best life. But I'm just, again, I don't know. It's maybe I'm old. I'm just sick of traveling. I got a year off last year from traveling because of COVID. And maybe I just realized I didn't want to go back. Like, I don't know. But I was just, I was not feeling it. So what happens with me when I, inevitably when you travel for that long, you are going to start to wear down usually by the end of the trip. Not two weeks in, but whatever. And usually when I start to wear down, it my food choices get worse and worse. And I always joke with whoever is my supervisor. I'm like, you don't need to do a temperature check on me. All you need to do is when you start seeing my expense reports come in, once you start seeing the Cheesecake Factory receipts, that's when you know I'm not well. Like <laughs> That's when you know that I'm tired, that I'm worn down, and I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> so... Unfortunately, the trips to Cheesecake Factory were often and early this year. I'm I'm almost embarrassed to say, but I out of the five working days last week, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I ate at Cheesecake Factory four of them. I'm not even fucking kidding. And the fifth day was a different chain restaurant where I got shitty food. So needless to say, I need the fucking water. Um, but yeah, Cheesecake Factory is like my comfort go-to. 
I don't want to have to find some cute, cool place. I just want to grab some fucking food and get the hell out of there. They're usually at a more at a mall. So I usually like also like go to a Sephora. <laughs> I'll like go to Sephora, buy eye patches and, an, and a face mask and then go to like Cheesecake Factory and get my food. And like, that's usually at the, when I'm at my, my wit's end, when I'm at the end of my rope. So like I said, I go just, I go to Cheesecake Factory more than I should have because I just didn't give two fucks. So first one I went to was in Santa Clara at, first of all, like the nicest mall. This fucking mall is so gorgeous. It has stores like Cartier, Prada, like Gucci, like Bulgari, like Christian Louboutin. Like this isn't your average, like nice mall that has a Louis Vuitton and a Tory Burch. Like this is like the kind of fucking places that you never see stores for. Like I was just like, holy shit. Like this has, this is like where the Silicon Valley money goes shopping. Let's just put it that way. By the way, so this mall is so fucking large. I parked on one side and the Cheesecake Factory was on the other side of the mall. So it was quite a long walk, which was fine because I was getting to the fucking Cheesecake Factory. But this mall is so large and expansive and there's so many ways in which you can like, it's very like choose your own adventure. Do I go this way? Do I go this way? And then you get to another fork in the road. Do I go this way or this way? I honestly was nervous I was going to get lost in there. Like, I was going to get lost. I was never going to be seen from again. They find my crumpled up body, like, laying next to, like, the YSL because, like, I died of dehydration because <laughs> I couldn't make it out of the fucking mall and die. And, like, that's how big this place was. This was so big that from the time I started walking to when I reached my destination, I was now hungry, had to go to the bathroom, and um, my feet hurt, like, <laughs> That's how fucking far I walked in this mall. So finally get to the mall, go, I get my food, I sit at the bar, I eat, I leave, all good. An uneventful trip to the Cheesecake Factory. Cut to the next day. (laughs) Every day that gets closer to me getting to be going home, I deteriorate more. So I'm, you know, doing my thing. I am done for the, kind of done for the day. And I'm like, I just want to get dinner. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go get takeout from the same fucking cheesecake factory. There was a little part of me that was like, oh, Christine, this is bad. But I was also just like, whatever, I don't give a shit. So, but I was, I was, I was cognizant of the fact that I had been there before. So first of all, it starts on a bad note because I get in there and it's like a fucking shit show. Like, I want to give the industry, the restaurant industry, a little slack. I've been doing it. I've been trying really, really patient lately. You all should too, because they've definitely taken a hit with COVID. As someone who's worked in the service industry, Chris has worked a lot in the restaurant industry. I'm very, very sympathetic to the service industry. Let's put it that way. But Cheesecake Factory has always had issues with their takeout situation. This was very pre-COVID. I remember being irritated with them like five fucking years ago. The problem is... Like, God forbid you get there before your food's ready. You will never get your food unless you're that douche customer who's constantly checking at the counter. And like, I don't want to be that person. But Cheesecake Factory forces me to be like a Karen where I have to like fucking stay on top of that shit. So I get there. My food's not ready. Like everyone's also waiting. You can tell it's like a graveyard of people waiting for their fucking Cheesecake Factory orders. And they're calling off these weird – they're not being like, oh – Dan, Andrew, Chris, like they're not calling names from the orders. They're calling these weird numbers like like it's a deli. They're like order 85, order 522, like whatever. 
And I'm sitting here, I've never heard Cheesy Factory ever call off numbers like that. And so I pull up my confirmation email and I'm looking at it. I have no number that looks like that. I have no like 74, order number 30, order number 100. Like I have none of that. The only number I have is like my wicked long order confirmation number, which they would have never called. It was like 12 digits long. And on top of it, right under there, there's wording that says, you don't need an order number for this order. Like, don't you, you don't need to use this number. So I'm thinking to myself, well, how the fuck am I going to know when they call my food? So now I'm very aware that I need to be on top of this. I'm not just going to sit here and get my order called and I'm going to walk out of here. No, it, I ha- it's a thing. Now I have to be on fucking alert. So I see them bringing a lot more orders of food out from the kitchen to like the takeaway section. And again, they're calling all these random numbers. I'm seeing people who like I was kind of around in line with also getting their orders. So now I'm like, okay, like I, I need to, I need to go over here. I need to take, I need to take charge of this fucking order. I'm like, I've been in here long enough. I finally get up there and have to be like, I, I need to double check on like the order for Christine. And they're like, oh yeah, here it is. It just came out. And I'm thinking to myself, why aren't you fucking calling the numbers? Like I would have had no idea. I would have stood there for another 20 minutes. I would have gotten more fucking irritated. My food would have gotten colder. And then they were, oh yeah, here it is. Like, oh. They've always had an issue with the pickup situation pre-COVID, so I feel very okay bitching about this because it has clearly not gotten better. You would think a company that does so much takeout business would have a better way of doing this, and they don't. Like, they need to hire me. I'm happy to consult. I'll charge hourly, and we'll figure out how to make this better for everyone because nobody, nobody is happy with the situation. Another reason why I wanted to get my fucking order and get the hell out of there was, like I said, this was the same Cheesecake Factory I had ordered at, I had eaten at the day before. In, mind you, the same exact fucking outfit. Yeah, that's right. I wore the same outfit two days in a row, which normally shouldn't be a big deal, but I don't really see anyone I know. Like, who cares? Like, honestly, I could probably pack like two outfits and get through the whole thing. But I was very aware of the fact that I was literally just there yesterday and I'm in the same outfit. Like, I, I can't be seen here. Like, that's so fucking embarrassing. Like, I look like I belong in, like, like AA for Cheesecake Factory customers. So I, I'm, I sat at the bar that the day before. So I was, I was very aware, like, I hope the bartender who served me isn't here. So I'm like, while I'm waiting for my food, I'm like ducking behind like fake plants and like trying to hide behind like wood walls because like I didn't want, I'm like holding my head. You know how celebrities like will put their head down thinking like you can't see them if like they're not making eye contact with you. So like I'm doing that. I'm like trying to like kind of like hide myself and like my face is kind of covering, my hands kind of covering my face. Like I'm trying to like be low key because I didn't want them to see me there like for a second. Because I know if I was working there and I saw the same person there two days in a row in the same outfit, I would judge. Like <laughs> I would totally judge them. I'd be like, what the fuck? I'm sure they they were probably judging me. Like so I'm standing in my line trying to go unnoticed. All of a sudden I turn my head for like a second. And the minute I turn my head, I literally lock eyes and make eye contact with the bartender who fucking served me from the night before. Ugh. You want to talk about cringeworthy? You want to talk about wanting to die inside? Get caught the second day in a row at the same Cheesecake Factory in the same outfit by the guy who served you the day before. Nothing will make you want to kill yourself <laughs> more than that moment. So I was like, oh shit, I've got to get the fuck out of here. Finally, I get my food. I get the fuck out of there. I get to my car spot. 
next, next to my car or two spots over from my car was like this group of three guys trying to like break, basically break into a car. Like they had like a, like a long thing that they're trying to like shimmy into the thing and like trying to get it open. I don't know. It, one guy was like shirtless. I don't know where his fucking shirt went. I don't know. It caught, it probably could have been nothing. It's probably one of those things where it's like someone locked their keys and like his buddies are trying to get him in. I mean, he was literally parked in, it was broad daylight and he was parked in like the pickup curbside spots for your cheesecake factory, which is literally in the right, right in the front of everyone. So there's a part of me that's thinking, oh, they probably just locked their keys or trying to get out. But there's another part of me that's like, yeah, but it's the Bay Area and there's a lot of fucking car break-ins here. So honestly, like California is such the wild west. Like they don't care if you shoplift. They don't care if you're like doing fucking heroin in the streets. Like they don't give a shit. So like who knows? Maybe these guys were just like so brazen that they were breaking into a car thinking people wouldn't think that they're breaking into a car. Cause like who does that right in the middle of broad daylight in front of like a hundred witnesses. So there was a part of me that's like, should I say something? Should I take like a picture of like the, the license plate? Like, and then there was a part of me that was like, you know what? I just don't give a shit. These guys could be fucking robbing. Like who knows? They could be robbing an armored car right now. And I could give two shits. I don't give a shit. I just got caught in a cheesecake factory two days in a row. I waited way too long for my food. I just want to get the fuck out of there. I'm like, not my car, not my problem. And I get in my little Hyundai Ionic or whatever the fuck it was called. And I piece the fuck out of there. I'm like, whatever. Good luck to whoever's car this is, but it's not my fucking problem. So that's how many no shits I gave that I wore the same outfit twice to a cheesy factory. And I basically like let a felony like happen. And like, I didn't say anything. I didn't even fucking care. So cut to the day after that. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'll just do, this is my thought process. Like I, I feel like I need therapy. I'm like, oh, whatever, fuck it. I'll just do the cheesy factory again. I was coming down from San Francisco and I was like, let me, I knew there was a mall and a cheesy factory in a different city that I would be passing. So I'm like, like, whatever, I'll just stop there and I'll pick it up. Cause I can never go to this one in San Jose, like ever, <laughs> ever again. So again, I go, I pick up my food. It actually went very seamless and I go, go home and I eat it. Now, next day, I'm flying out. I'm flying out from SFO, which, again, is right near this fucking mall with this cheesecake factory. I had a ton of time to kill. So I was like, you know what? Let me get dinner before I go anywhere. I'm like, fuck it. Let me go to the cheesecake factory. So I go back to the cheesecake factory. I'm wearing the schlumpiest thing I've ever worn to an airport. Like, granted, I like to be comfortable in an airport, but I still like to look somewhat nice. Like, I'm wearing basically full on pajamas. I'm wearing like a little like sweatsuit, matching sweatsuit, but like the the fabric, it looks like it's like a cloud print. Like it's like it looks like full on pajamas. And I just don't care. Like I'm I'm at the point where I just don't care that I, I literally look like a crazy woman sitting in this fucking cheesecake factory. So I go back again, I have my dinner, <laughs> I get out of there, I you know, get on my flight, I come home and I just feel like I just had this shame. Like I would go into those cheesecake factories and be like, you know, I'm going to get my food. I'm going to do my thing. And then I would like leave there being like, Oh, like, I wish I didn't do that. Like cheesecake factory is like the same thing as like a one night stand that you like, we're all about before it happened. And then afterwards you're like, Oh, like, why did I do that? Like, it sounds like a great idea. And in the moment it's doing it for you. And then you're, you're done and you're just like, I feel like shit it wasn't worth it. And I feel bad about myself. 
So yeah, Cheesecake Factory is the one night stand of restaurants, of chain restaurants. <laughs> it seems like a good idea and then you immediately regret it. <laughs> so that's that's what it's been like for me. My, uh, if anyone wants to check in on me, I'm doing better. <laughs> but I, I, I need to chat. I need to chill. I need to find some time to like just chill and get my shit back in order. And like I said, eat steamed vegetables and just drink lemon water because I had so much fucking shit food that I can't, I can't even like ever look at anything ever again. So if you are traveling for work and you're thinking about going to Cheesecake Factory, you know what? Just don't do it don't do it. You have so much to live for. You, you are, you're a wonderful human and you don't deserve that. You deserve better. Go find like an independently owned cute little restaurant that is going to have amazing service and great food. And you're going to feel good about yourself afterwards. Cause you're not going to feel good about yourself <laughs> after you eat at cheesecake factory, plus the bread basket that they bring you because like, why not? Like, let's just, let's just make, make a bad situation worse. So I've eaten like 12,000 bread baskets the past two weeks and probably like the calorie usage that it will take me like three years to burn off. So I will be drinking water. I will be hitting the treadmill again. And I'm just going to cry myself to sleep for the memories of this past couple of weeks. So um, again, feel free to send me your prayers. I've clearly not been in a great headspace, uh, but that is the end. This is a shorter episode. Again, like I said, Cheesecake Factory, we don't, we don't need to, we don't need to make this worse. We don't need to, we don't need to spread this out. We'll just, we'll keep it short and sweet and, you know, try not to judge. It, it's been a rough two weeks. Try, try not to judge. If you need to judge, I get it. I'm judging myself, <laughs> but I ask for your compassion and your prayers in this difficult time. Um, but that is everything. Thanks so much for listening. Um, make sure to follow us on social. If you have a Cheesecake Factory moment and you need me to talk you off the cliff, like I'm I'm there for you. I'm, I'm happy to be be your like sober companion. Uh, so just can't even on Instagram and just can't even pod on Twitter and let me know where you're at and anything, any episodes you want to hear. Are you, are you going through a tough moment and you need help? Reach out. The Just Can't Even podcast is always here for you. Bye guys.